Welcome to Jazz Piano Skills. I'm Dr. Bob Lawrence. It's time to discover, learn, and play jazz piano. Today you are going to discover St. Thomas by jazz great Sonny Rollins. And you are going to learn how well you know and think in keys using St. Thomas by Sonny Rollins. And you are going to play the melody and the chord progression using two-handed contemporary voicings for St. Thomas by the jazz legend Sonny Rollins. And get this, in all 12 keys. That's right, all 12 keys. So as I always like to say, regardless of where you are in your jazz journey, a beginner, an intermediate player, an advanced player, even if you are a seasoned and experienced professional, you will find this Jazz Piano Skills podcast lesson Exploring the Jazz Standard St. Thomas by the jazz legend Sonny Rollins to be very beneficial. If you are a new Jazz Panel Skills podcast listener, if you're new to Jazz Panel Skills, I want to take just a couple minutes, as I always do at the start of every podcast episode, I want to personally invite you to become a Jazz Panel Skills member. It's easy. Visit jazzpanelskills.com. To learn more about all of the great jazz educational resources, materials, and services that are waiting for you, available for you to use to help you on your journey to becoming an accomplished jazz pianist. For example, as a Jazz Panel Skills member, you have access to all of the educational podcast packets. These are the illustrations and the lead sheets and the play-alongs that I develop and I produce uh, and publish for every weekly podcast episode. Now, these are invaluable tools that you want to have at your fingertips as you listen to the podcast episode and you you want to have sitting on your piano as you study and as you practice. You also, as a Jazz Panel Skills member, have access to the online sequential jazz piano curriculum, which is loaded with comprehensive courses. And each course uses a self-paced format, there are educational talks, interactive media, video demonstrations, and all 12 keys with the jazz panel skill being taught, uh, plus play-alongs, and much more. So check out the jazz piano skills curriculum. Also, as a jazz panel skills member, you have a reserve seat each and every week to the online weekly masterclasses, which are, in essence, a one-hour lesson with me online every single week. And as a Jazz Panel Skills member, you have access to the Jazz Panel Skills community, which is a forum uh, hosting uh, community that hosts a variety of engaging forums, from podcast-specific forums to course-specific forums to just general jazz piano forums as well. And last but certainly not least, as a Jazz Piano Skills member, you have unlimited private, personal, and professional educational support whenever and as often as you need it. It's very cool. So again, just take a moment, visit jazzpianoskills.com to learn more about all the educational opportunities and, and how to easily activate your membership. There are several plans to choose from, and I'm confident there is one that is perfect for you. So once you're there, if you have any questions at all, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. Let me know. I'm always happy to spend some time with you, answer any questions that you may have, and help you in any way that I possibly can. So, 
Okay, let's discover, learn, and play jazz piano. All right, let's discover, learn, and play St. Thomas by Sonny Rollins. Well, this last week, I spent quite a bit of time thinking about how best to wrap up 2021. This is the last episode of 2021 in season three. So I spent quite a bit of time thinking about just what's the best way to wrap things up? And of course, there were several ideas swimming around in my mind, but there was one that kept coming back to me over and over and over again. And the thought was simply this. It is so important as aspiring jazz pianists to be able to gain a mastery of keys. In other words, we have to be able to think in keys with ease if we truly want to become accomplished jazz musicians. And and what do I mean when I say think in keys? Well, to think in a key means that you are capable of doing the following. Number one, you are capable of spelling the scale. Spelling the scales, right? Regardless of what key you're thinking in. Now, the word scale and key are synonymous terms. The key of C major consists of the following seven notes. C, D, E, F, G, A, and B. The scale of C major consists of the very same seven notes. So you need to be able to spell all 12 major scales, keys, with ease. That's the first thing. The second thing, to be able to, if you're thinking in a key, you're capable of playing those scales, right? So once you know the scale, you need to be able to play the scale. Now, there are several ways to play a scale. And unfortunately for most people, they are taught one way to play the scale. From the root of the scale, the first note of the scale, to the root of the scale over several octaves. That's how we're typically taught to play scales. And to no fault of their own, or maybe no fault to to your own, they assume, we assume, that this is how you play a scale. This is what it means to play a scale. Always starting on the root of the key or the scale and traveling to the root of the key or the scale one, two, three, or even four octaves higher. Now, if you have been a regular listener to my podcast, then you know, you know that this is not what I mean when I talk about knowing or playing the scales. I have devoted many podcast episodes over the last couple of years, many podcast episodes stressing the importance of becoming root independent when it comes to scale practice and always practicing scales using different entry 
and destination points. I have also stressed playing the scales using various rhythmic and intervallic patterns. In, in other words, there are many, many, many ways to explore scales other than the one-dimensional way in which all of us are initially taught. And in fact, I would go as far as to say that if you only play scales from the root to the root over several octaves, then you do not know your scales. And I think it's safe to say that if you only know anything or anyone one-dimensionally, then your perspective is extremely limited. So to think in a key is to be able to play the scales, spell the scales, and play the scales. Okay? Number three, to think in a key, you have to be able to identify, spell, and play the chords of that key. Right? Every key, every major scale, produces a set of chords. Seven chords, to be specific. Right? One chord for each of the seven notes. And those seven chords serve as the harmonic foundation of that key. So to think in a key means that you are capable, capable of identifying, you are capable of spelling, you are capable of playing the chords produced by each major scale. For example, the seven chords belonging to the key or the scale of C major are C major, D minor, E minor, F major, G dominant, A minor, and B half diminished. And again, I devoted several podcast episodes over the past couple of years exploring the chords produced by major scales and how to approach playing them both harmonically and melodically in root position and inversions. And finally, I would say to say that you, or to claim that you know your keys or know your scales and that you're capable of thinking in keys and scales, then I would say that you, you then must understand the common harmonic motion within a key or scale. So it's not enough to know just the chords that belong to a key or that are produced by a scale, but you have to understand the common harmonic motion within a key or scale, how those chords move, common chord progressions. So once you can spell and play the scales, and once you can identify, spell, and play the chords of a scale, then you have to have an understanding of how the chords move or progress within the key. For example, the infamous 2-5-1 progression, or the very common 3-6-2-5-1 progression. See, to truly say that you know your scales, you know your keys, then you have to have a functional command of several jazz piano skills. So this podcast episode today, to wrap up 
2021 is all about helping you gain an accurate assessment of how well you know your scales, how well you know your keys. Do you know your scales well enough that you can easily figure out melodies in all 12 keys using your ears? Do you know your scales well enough or are you comfortable enough thinking in a key harmonically? How easily can you move around a key using common harmonic motion, chord progressions? Can you quickly apply various jazz piano skills, such as voicings, to your key scale knowledge? These are very important questions that you need to have an answer to. And not just an answer, an accurate answer, an accurate assessment. So that's what we're going to do. These are great questions, again, that you need to be able to accurately answer. And and as we put a wrap on 2021 and we begin making some New Year resolutions for our musical development for 2022, this is a great way. This podcast is a great way to pull everything into focus for us. So the educational agenda for today is as follows. Number one, we are going to explore St. Thomas by Sonny Rollins. In all 12 keys. Number two, we are going to play the melody of St. Thomas in all 12 keys. Number three, we are going to play the chord progression of St. Thomas in all 12 keys. And number four, we are going to understand the harmonic function of each chord in the chord progression of St. Thomas in all 12 keys. And number five, the jazz piano skill we will be testing and applying to the chord progression of St. Thomas in all 12 keys are the contemporary two-handed voicings. So why St. Thomas by Sonny Rollins? Why this tune? Well, for starters, the tune is only 16 measures long. It's nice and short, making it perfect for us to explore all 12 keys. The melody of St. Thomas is 100% diatonic, which simply means that the notes of the entire melody come directly from the scale. Use, the melody uses only scale tones. No sharps, no flats. And this is a great melody to test your knowledge and understanding of scales, keys, as we move through all 12 keys. Also, Much of the harmonic function of St. Thomas uses classic circle movement that is laced throughout jazz literature. And finally, St. Thomas, it's a great tune that you should study, you should know, you should play. It's a jazz standard. So as we march into 2022, it's so vitally important that we have an accurate assessment of how well we know our keys. How well do we know our scales? Because to be quite honest with you, (laughs) if you do not know scales, if you do not know keys, right, you're not going any further. I mean, that's just, that's it. I mean, I I don't want to be a bummer here at the end of the year. (laughs) 
but I'm just trying to be truthful and get us ready for 2022, right? That's how important the topic is today. And by the end of the podcast, you will have an accurate assessment of just how well you know and understand keys, scales. Okay, so if you're a Jazz Piano Skills member, I want you to take just a few minutes right now to download and print the illustrations and the lead sheets, your podcast packets, right? You have access to all of the podcast packets, and I tell you each and every week, you should absolutely be using them. You should have them in your hands as you listen to this podcast episode. And of course, you should have them sitting on the piano when practicing as well. So if you're listening to this podcast on any of the popular podcast directories, such as Google or Amazon, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, the list goes on and on, then be sure to go to jazzpianoskillspodcast.com to download the podcast package. You will find the active download links within the show notes. And one final but extremely important note that I mention each and every week, that if you are for some reason thinking that St. Thomas and the various skills that we are about to discover, learn, and play is in some ways, or even if you feel that it is all the way over your head, then I would say to you, relax. No, no need to panic. Calm down. It's okay. It's okay. Continue to listen. Continue to grow your jazz piano skills intellectually by listening to this podcast episode. Because the fact is this, all jazz piano skills, when first introduced, are over our heads. And that is precisely why the first step in moving forward, the first step that we need to take in order to improve our musicianship is just to simply listen. All musical growth begins upstairs, mentally, conceptually, before it can come out downstairs, physically, in your hands. So sit back and listen to this podcast lesson now to discover and learn the play as always, will come in time. Okay, so before we start marching through all 12 keys, let me just take a second right now. For those of you who may not be familiar with St. Thomas by Sonny Rollins, let me just play for you the melody. Here it is. Here, here, here it is. Check it out. snappy, right? Very, uh, I, in fact, I don't know anyone who hears St. Thomas that doesn't like that melody. It's very catchy. So again, it's only 16 measures long. And again, the melody, the melody is 100% diatonic. So this is a great melody for you to use to test your skills, your key skill, your scale, your scales skills, <laughs> your scales skills in all 12 keys. So the first key we're going to start with, key of C major. And this is, happens to be the standard key of St. Thomas as well. So I want to first, let's walk through the chord progression. Let's walk through it harmonically first, harmonic function, okay? So as I do this, I want you to be saying it along with me, right? You should be processing this at the same time that I am. And you should be coming up with the, the answers at the same time that I do as well. That will tell you how quickly you're thinking in a key, right? So St. Thomas 
begins uh, with the one chord, and then the three, six, two, five, one. So in the key of C, one is what? C major, right? Three minor, E minor, six dominant, A dominant, two minor, D minor, five dominant, G dominant, and the one chord major, one major, which is C major, right? So as I'm saying those Roman numerals, one, three, six, two, five, one, and we're thinking the key is C, you should be quickly going C major, E minor, A dominant, D minor, G dominant, C major, right? Classic three, six, two, five, one motion. For the first eight measures is what's happening, right? We start with the one major chord, then we immediately go to three, six, two, five, one. You should be able to identify that very quickly in all 12 keys. Then the next little like bridge, if you will, or the, the, the third line of the piece starts with three half diminished, the key is C, three half diminished, E minor seven flat five, right? Going to flat seven dominant, which would be B flat dominant. Going to six dominant, A dominant. Going to two, D minor. Going to flat six dominant, which would be A flat dominant. Going to five, which would be G dominant. And then the last line, one major, C major, one dominant, C dominant, four major, F major, sharp four diminish, F sharp diminished, going to one, C major, five, G dominant, back to one major, C major. So you should be, as I'm saying those Roman numerals, and we're thinking in the key of C, you should be able to rattle those off the chord symbols, the chords, right? So now let's play through St. Thomas. I'm going to bring the ensemble in. I'm going to play St. Thomas. I'm going to play it through a couple times. I'm going to play the melody, which, by the way, the melody starts on the fifth of the key. So we're in the key of C. The fifth is the note G. So I'm going to play the melody first. Then I'm going to play my two-handed contemporary voicings through this chord progression. And then I'm going to play the melody again to wrap things up. So I'm testing my skills. How well do I think within the key of C, understanding this harmonic movement, and then using, uh, being able to play the melody by ear and being able to use my two-handed voicings to play through the progression. Wow, a lot going on. This will truly test my skills. So here we go. Let's bring the ensemble in. Let's check it out, see what we think.
right? How quickly, as you were listening, I hope you were quickly identifying and hearing the movement, the one chord, going to the three, six, two, five, one, right? And then that little bridge section on the third line, that, that three half diminished, right? Going up, going to basically three, six, two, five there as well with the half step dominant approaches to each of those five chords. And then that last line with the one chord going to the one dominant, going to the four, going to the sharp four diminished, going to the one, going to the five, going to the one, right? So when I think like this, I'm actually, to be honest with you, as I'm thinking harmonic function in Roman numerals, I'm actually thinking in all 12 keys, provided that I know my scales, right? So that's what we're going to spend the rest of the podcast doing. We're going to go through each key, and I want you to be able to assess how quickly that you identify these, right? So the one chord in the key of F obviously is F major, because this is the next key we're going to. What is 36251 in the key of F? Three is A minor, six is D dominant. It's theoretically I know D minor, but in St. Thomas it's a dominant chord. So six dominant is D dominant. Two chord, G minor, five chord, C dominant, one chord, F major. Okay? Then our little bridge section, the three half diminished is going to be what in the key of F? A half diminished. Flat seven dominant is going to be what? E flat dominant, six dominant, D dominant, two minor, G minor, flat, flat six, D flat dominant, going to six dominant, I mean, I'm sorry, going to five dominant, which is C dominant. And then in the very end, we have what? One major, F major, one dominant, F dominant, four. B flat major, sharp four, B diminished, one F, five C dominant, one F. There you go. Be reciting this harmonic function as you listen to me play through St. Thomas in the key of F. And again, I'm going to play the melody first. I'm going to play a couple choruses using my two-handed voicings to see how well I can maneuver through the progression. And then uh, state the melody again. So here we go. Let's check it out. Follow along. Recite those chords. Here we go. idea of what we're going to do today. And now you're starting to see 
why this is a good test for you as we wrap things up in 2021 to kind of accurately assess how well you're thinking in the keys and all 12 keys, right? And how well you're capable of playing the melody based on your understanding of all 12 major scales. How well can you take something like your voicings, your two-handed voicings, and play through the common progression, the common motion, right? The 36251 progression. So we are on to the key of B flat. One chord in the key of B flat is what? B flat. What's our three, six, two, five, one progression? Three is going to be D, right? Six is G, two is C, five is F, one is B flat. Okay, what's the three half diminished? It's going to be D half diminished. What's flat seven in the key of B flat? A flat seven. And what is flat six in the key of B flat? It would be G flat or F sharp seven, G flat seven or F sharp seven. We would think of it actually as G flat seven because it's flat six, right? And then what is our uh, one dominant? It's going to be B flat dominant. What's our four chord? E flat major. What's our sharp four diminished in the key of B flat? E diminished. And then our one chord, of course, is B flat. Our five chord is what? F dominant. And our one chord B flat. So let's bring the ensemble in. Let's play through it again. Recite the chord progression. Recite the function. Right? Great ear training. And then when you play the melody, remember the melody starts on the fifth of the key, which will be the note F in the key of B flat. So here we go. Let's check it out. See what we think. rattling off these chords within the keys as you think in the key of B flat. So we've done the key of C, we've done the key of F, we've done B flat. Let's go on to the key of E flat. The one chord, of course, in the key of E flat is a gimme. It's E flat major. What's our 3, 6, 2, 5, 1 in the key of E flat? 3 is going to be G, 6 is going to be C, 2 is going to be F, 5 is going to be B flat, and the 1, of course, E flat. What's our 3 half diminished chord? in the key of E flat. That would be G half diminished. What's our flat seven dominant? That would be D flat dominant. What's our flat six dominant? 
that would be C flat dominant or B dominant, right? And then what is our one dominant chord? E flat dominant. What's our four chord in the key of E flat? A flat major. What's the sharp four diminished chord? A diminished. And then of course our one chord, E flat, our five chord, B flat seven, and our one chord, E flat. Wow, we're thinking in the key of E flat. We're using harmonic function as we think in the key of E flat. So now let's let's play it, right? Let's play the melody using our ears. Let's play our two-handed voicings. Check out how well we're, we can actually apply our two-handed voicings, this common circle motion that exists within St. Thomas. And then let's play our melody again. So here we go. Let's have some fun. Key of E flat, St. Thomas. Here we go. Let's go on to the key of A flat, right? A flat. We are now thinking in the key of A flat. So our one chord obviously is going to be A flat major. What is our three, six, two, five, one progression in A flat? Three is going to be C. Six is our F. Two is B flat. Five is E flat. And one, of course, is A flat. And then what is our half diminished? Our three half diminished chord A flat, C minor seven flat five, C half diminished. What is our flat seven in the key of A flat? That would be G flat dominant seven. Going to our six chord, which would be F dominant, to our two chord, B flat minor seven. And then what is our flat six in the key of A flat? It would be F flat dominant seven or E dominant seven going to our five chord, which is E flat dominant. So what is our one dominant chord in A flat? It would be A flat dominant, which takes us to what? Our four chord, D flat major to our sharp four, D diminished to our one, A flat to our five, E flat back to our one, A flat. Right. By the way, that one dominant going to four, very common motion. One dominant going to four major. It happens in jazz standards all of the time, as well as the three, six, two, five, one progression. Okay. 
as well as the sharp four diminished, <laughs> right? This is why I picked St. Thomas. The melody is all diatonic, and the chord progression is very standard harmonic motion, harmonic movement. So let's play St. Thomas, key of A flat, melody first, two-handed contemporary voicings for a couple choruses, followed by melody. Here we go. Let's check it out. Time to move on to D flat, key of D flat, five flats. So our one chord obviously is D flat major. What's our three, six, two, five, one in the key of D flat? The root movement would be three is F, six is B flat, two is E flat, five is A flat, back to one D flat. What's our three half diminished chord in D flat? F minor 7 flat 5 or F half diminished. What is our flat 7? It would be C flat dominant or B dominant 7. And then what is our flat 6 dominant in the key of D flat? All right, that would be our A dominant 7, right? Or B double flat dominant 7. Okay, and then what's our 1 dominant? D flat dominant, yes, that one dominant takes us to our four major, which is what in the key of D flat? G flat major to our sharp four diminished, G diminished, followed up with our one chord D flat, our five, A flat dominant seven, back to our one chord D flat. So here we go. Let's play St. Thomas in the key of D flat major, right? Melody, couple choruses of two-handed voicings, Followed by melody again. Here we go. Let's have some fun in the key of D flat with St. Thomas by Sonny Rollins. Here we go.
six keys down, six keys to go. So let's keep marching forward. Key of G flat. <laughs> I love it, man. St. Thomas and the key of G flat. So our one chord obviously is G flat major. Then what's our three, six, two, five, one in the key of G flat? Three is going to be what? B flat, six, E flat, two, A flat, five, D flat, back to one, G flat. What is our three half diminished chord in the key of G flat? Three half diminished is going to be B flat half diminished or B flat minor seven flat five. What is our flat seven in the key of G flat? It would be F dominant seven or F flat dominant seven or E dominant seven, correct? And then, of course, what would be our flat six dominant? It would be E flat flat dominant seven sharp five, or it's going to be easier to think of it as simply D dominant seven sharp five, resolving down to our five chord, which would be the D flat seven. Okay, what is one dominant seven in the key of G flat? Obviously, G flat dominant seven. What is the four chord? That dom one dominant is going to take us to our four chord, which is B major seven, our sharp four, which would be B sharp or C diminished, followed by our one G flat, our five D flat seven, and ending with our G flat major. So here we go. St. Thomas in the key of G flat. Follow the lead sheets. Be reciting the chord symbols and the harmonic function as we go through this. All right. So again, melody first, couple choruses of two-handed voicings, followed by melody. Here we go. flat major. Hey, you think that's crazy? The next one, how about this? St. Thomas in the key of B. So obviously our one chord in the B ma in, in the key of B is B major. What's our three, six, two, five, one in the key of B? Three chords going to be D sharp minor, six chord G sharp seven, two chord C sharp minor, five chord F sharp seven, back to the one chord B major, right? D sharp minor is our three, not E flat minor, D sharp minor. Subtle difference, right? Same chord, but again, 
I want to think theoretically correctly in the key that I am playing. So the three is D sharp minor seven. Now, what is the three half diminished seven? <laughs> D sharp half diminished. And now the flat seven is going to be a dominant seven. And what about the flat six? Going to be G dominant seven. Okay, so now our one dominant is going to be B dominant, and that one dominant takes us back to the four chord in the key of E. I mean, I'm sorry, four chord in the key of B, which is E major. And then the sharp four would be E sharp diminished or F diminished, right? But E sharp diminished is the sharp four, followed by our one, five, one, which is B major to F sharp dominant seven, back to B major. So here we go, St. Thomas in the key of B major, five sharps, whoa. Here we go, let's play the melody, followed by a couple choruses of two-handed voicings, followed by the melody. Here we go, let's check it out. keep marching forward. St. Thomas, key of E major. So our one chord obviously is going to be E major. Our three, six, two, five, one progression in the key of E. Our three is going to be G sharp minor seven. Our six is going to be C sharp dominant seven. Our two is going to be F sharp minor seven. Our five is going to be B dominant seven. Back to our one, E major seven. And just a quick note, you might be thinking, can't I think A-flat minor 7 instead of G-sharp minor 7 for my 3? And I would say no. I know it's the same chord, but that's not thinking in the key. The key, the note in the key of E, the third, is G-sharp. G-sharp minor 7 to C-sharp dominant 7. So for me, I like to th keep things as pure as possible all the time. Thinking theoretically correct within the key. It makes it easier much easier when it comes to improvising. So um, on to the little bridge section, the three minor or the three, I'm sorry, three half diminished chord, which would be G sharp minor seven flat five or G sharp half diminished. And then of course our flat seven is going to be what? D dominant seven followed by our flat six is going to be C dominant 7, sharp 5, going to our 5, which is B dominant 7. We get to the last line of the tune, 
Our one dominant is going to be E dominant, which takes us to our four chord in the key of E, which is A major, sharp four, A sharp diminished, going to our one, which is E, to our five, B7, back to our one, E major. So here we go with St. Thomas in the key of E. Follow along, recite the harmonic function, and recite the chord symbols. I'm going to play melody again, followed by two-handed voicings for a couple choruses, followed by melody. Here we go. Let's check it out. Let's march on. Key of A. Three sharps. One chord in the key of A. A major. What is 36251 in the key of A? It's going to be C sharp, F sharp, B, E, and A. What is the three half diminished in the key of A? It's correct. C sharp half diminished or C sharp minor seven flat five. What is going to be flat seven dominant in the key of A? It's going to be our G dominant seven. Then what is going to be our flat six in the key of A? Flat six dominant. It's going to be F dominant seven. Followed by our one, which is A. What is one dominant? Correct. A dominant. That one dominant is going to take us to our four chord, which is D major. To our sharp four diminished. D sharp diminished. Followed by our one, five, one. Our A going to E7, going back to A. So here we go, St. Thomas in the key of A major. Once again, follow along, recite the harmonic function, and recite the chord symbols as well, right? So here we go, melody first, couple choruses of two-handed voicings, followed by the melody. Let's check it out.
right? All right. Key of D. D major, two sharps. So the one chord obviously is D major. What's 36251 in the key of D? F sharp, B, E, A, and D. What's our three half diminished in the key of a D? F sharp, F sharp half diminished, F sharp minor seven flat five. What is our flat seven dominant in the key of D major? C dominant. What is our flat six dominant in the key of C major, D major? B flat dominant. What is our one dominant? D dominant, which is going to take us to our four chord, which is what in the key of D major? G major. Sharp four diminished, G sharp diminished, followed by our one, five, one chords. Right now, I've been going through this awfully quick and doing so on purpose. You should be able to identify these chords based on the harmonic function quickly if you are capable of thinking within a key. So here we go. St. Thomas, key of D. Melody, a couple choruses of two-handed voicings, followed by melody. Here we go. Let's check it out. down to our final key. By the way, we've been moving counterclockwise around the circle of fifths, right? The way to move around the circle of fifths. So we started with C, went to F, B flat, E flat, A flat, D flat, G flat. Now we came up the circle, B, E, A, D. And now our last key of the day, our 12th key, key of G. One chord in G, G major. What's our 3, 6, 2, 5, 1 in the key of G? That would be B, E, A, D, and G. What is our flat seven dominant? Oh, wait a minute. Back, let me back up. What is our three half diminished chord in the key of G? B half diminished. B minor seven flat five. What is our flat seven dominant? Correct. F dominant. What is our flat six dominant? Correct. E flat dominant. What is our one dominant? G dominant which takes us to our four chord, which is what in the key of G? C major, sharp, sharp four diminished in the key of G, C sharp diminished, followed by our one, five, one, our G major, G dominant, G major. 
So one last time, St. Thomas in the key of G. Melody, followed by a couple choruses of two-handed voicings, followed by melody. Here we go. Let's check it out and have a little fun with St. Thomas in the key of G. That was a whirlwind trip around the circle of fifths playing St. Thomas in all 12 keys. It never fails, right? We always unpack a ton of information in each and every podcast episode. And today was certainly no exception, right? As we explored the jazz standard St. Thomas by Sonny Rollins in all 12 keys. Now, I have no doubt that after our very quick exploration today of St. Thomas and all 12 keys that you now have a very clear understanding of where you stand with your command of the 12 major scales, the keys, and your ability to quickly and easily apply various jazz piano skills, such as the contemporary two-handed voicings, to the common harmonic motion found within the 12 major keys. What better way to wrap up 2021 and prepare for an exciting 2022 jazz piano skills? So if you found this episode to be a little fast moving, moving way too quick through the keys, not quickly able to identify all of the various 3-6-2-5-1s and the, and the flat 7s and the flat 6s and the sharp 4 diminishes and the 3 half diminish. If all of that was moving a little too quickly, it just tells you that you have a little work to do. If you were nailing it and it was actually very easy for you, congratulations. You have done a lot of work and you are sitting in a fantastic place to really begin to develop into an accomplished jazz pianist. Once again, I want to encourage you to use the podcast packets, the illustrations, the lead sheets to guide you. You've heard me say this over and over and over again in every single podcast episode that your conceptual understanding determines your physical development. So the time that you invest in studying and mapping out the scales, the chords, the voicings, and all 12 keys, that time invested, the return on that investment cannot be adequately expressed. It's invaluable. As always, be patient. 
in doing this kind of study, this kind of intense, what I like to call grunt work. Developing mature professional jazz piano skills takes time. And begin structuring your improvisational development, your chord development, your scale development, your key development after the playing demonstrations that I modeled for you today in this podcast episode and in previous podcast episodes. And you will begin to see, you will begin to feel and hear your musical progress. I guarantee it. Well, I hope you have found this Jazz Piano Skills podcast lesson exploring St. Thomas by Sonny Rollins in all 12 keys to be insightful and, of course, beneficial. Don't forget, no master class this week. We are on our Christmas vacation. So we, we were off last week. We were off this week. We will resume as normal next Thursday on January 6th. Until then, be sure to use the educational podcast packets, the illustrations, the lead sheets, and the play-alongs for this podcast lesson and the Jazz Piano Skills courses to maximize your musical growth. Likewise, make sure you are an active participant in the Jazz Piano Skills community. Get involved and contribute to the various forums. More importantly, make some new jazz piano friends. As always, you can reach me by phone, 972-380-8050, extension 211, or by email, drlawrence, drlawrence at jazzpianoskills.com, or by SpeakPipe, found throughout the Jazz Piano Skills website. Well, there is my cue. That's it for now, and until next week, enjoy testing your ability to easily think and play in all 12 keys using St. Thomas by Sonny Rollins. It's the perfect tune to begin accurately assessing your skills. Most of all, have fun as you discover, learn, and play jazz piano.